I'm such a huge fan of doing research for your goal while you're doing your goal. Not before, while. Because if you do before, my analysis to paralysis, friends, you can feel like you don't have enough information. I don't have enough information to start my goal. And that's when imposter syndrome can really come in. And next thing you know, you're feeling like you're gathering information for like six months to 14 years and you still haven't started your goal. Welcome to the Life Coach Baker podcast. I'm Nicole Baker, life coach for perfectionists who want to set goals and actually follow through with them. I went to my first personal development seminar at the age of one. Yes, I was quite literally born into this industry. But by 15, I started to implement this mindset mumbo jumbo I'd heard so much about and it worked. As a recovering perfectionist myself, I've been able to set goals that are way out of my comfort zone and achieve them by doing things imperfectly, without self-judgment, and without the fear of their opinions. And now I help others to do the same. So if you are capital D done feeling like a hostage to this a-hole called perfectionism, then this show is for you. My goal is for you to leave each episode with tactical action steps that you can start to implement in your life now. I may be in my 20s. I may have the voice of a sassier Cinderella, but I've been doing this personal development-ish since I was a toddler. So let's dive in. What is up, my sweet friends? Welcome back to another episode of the Life Coach Baker podcast. Today, as you can probably imagine based off the title that you just clicked on, we are talking about my favorite resources when it comes to accomplishing your goals. Now, resources can be anything from tools, strategies, um, uh, people, like uh, platforms, companies, apps, stuff like that. It can be so many different things, but I'm not just going to throw a bunch of apps at you because to be honest, those do work for some people. My fiance is one of them. He loves his apps. He will find himself being held accountable to a lot of apps that he sets up and he does like the if this then that app and all this kind of stuff. Whereas with me, I would lose my fucking mind if I have that many apps just devoted to my goals. So this is going to be a whole spectrum of things. This is going to be a lot of what works for me personally and maybe some things that I've like uh, found that works for my clients and stuff like that. But I, by no means is this like the golden list, but this might be a start because to be honest, one of the big mottos of my life and of my coaching career is how can we make this easier for ourselves? We make things so goddamn hard and then we wonder why we don't follow through. So what this is here for is to make it easier for you to follow through. That's it. And I'm really excited to talk about them. This is something I was actually on a run this morning. And let's just say this was the run from hell. It was very, very long. It was about five miles, but it just felt like 14. And just everything was not not a good time. But I started thinking about all these things. And I'm like, how can I make this easier for myself? How can I make this easier for myself? So I did my normal techniques. I slowed down. I made sure my heart rate was in the right target zone. I drank water. I slowed down literally to the point where I'm pretty sure a well in her 70s, by by my stereotypical glance at her, um, she was like ran past me, like flew like a jet engine. Like 
And I was just like, I will stay strong. I will not get competitive. I will not get comparing myself to her. I will stay strong and know that this is an intelligent runner move for me. And anyway, I just started thinking about these things. And as I, as my brain started going, it just flooded open with all these ideas. So I had a notes app that I was actually running and typing on at the same time because my brain was just like, like, oh my gosh, all these ideas. So I basically changed the entire premise of what I was going to talk about today and decided to talk about this instead. But before we dive into the meat of the topic today, I want to first go into segments. Number one, how did I get in my own way this week? First and foremost, the reason why we do this, because I am so fucking sick and tired of looking on social media and seeing perfect coach after perfect mentor after perfect influencer after perfect, 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 perfect. And then there's these people like regular people or just honestly human beings who live and breathe on this earth are scrolling through and seeing perfect, perfect, highlight, 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 and just wondering, oh my God, why am I not enough? Why am I not enough over and over and over again? So I want to every single week highlight either myself or the the guests that I have on the podcast to talk about how I got in my own way because nobody's perfect. Sometimes it's really teeny tiny and we're able to fix it right away. Sometimes it's really big and I'm like, I don't even know how to fucking peel back this onion right now. But the main thing is with a podcast for perfectionists, I want you guys to get drilled into your brain with every single episode that no one is perfect and you are exactly enough as you are right now, even if you're getting in your own way every second of the day. Okay, stepping off my high horse. But the way I got in my own way this week actually is quite frankly, pulling back the curtain, I've had a really hard time this week, and actually for the past few weeks, if not even half a year, going through a really deep winter, I'll call it, and while I'm not entirely ready to open up to the public about it, I was finally ready, I'm not going to even say ready, forced (laughs) to open up to someone about it, and not forced by like an external force, it was definitely me because I just finally hit my breaking point. And I had a moment where I was like, I can't stay strong anymore, what I thought was strong at the moment. And I finally broke down to someone who I am so comfortable with and find so safe. And I'm very fortunate to find as safe as I do. Um, But I realized how much I was shoving down and didn't even realize it. And... It was so minuscule and so minuscule over time, over time, over time that it finally just built up and I just like erupted. And I say this because odds are there is someone who's listening to this right now who needs to talk about something but won't let themselves. Whether it's because they don't want to be viewed as weak or they don't want to be viewed as imperfect or they don't want to ask for help because that means they're not superwoman or superman or superhuman, um, which means that they're not enough or not good enough or they get their sense of pride or ego hurt, whatever it is for this person. Um, to be honest, I, I have an idea of what it was for me. It might have been a little bit of the ego thing. I want to like stay strong and be be good, but sometimes you just got to be a human. I hope everyone's a human at all times, but... Um, little baby steps towards that because a lot of the times in this society we're conditioned not to be human and to be perfect every single second of the day and to constantly be productive and if you're relaxing you're lazy and just 
all these really negative things. And I just want to peel back the, like, the curtain for a second and just say that everyone needs help. Everyone needs help. Everyone needs to ask for help. And you can't hold on to everything and expect to not explode at some point. So I'm really happy that I opened up to someone finally. It was, quite frankly, a life-changing moment. I'm very fortunate. I opened up to my mom. I'm very fortunate to have a mother who is so understanding, like my best friend, and so supportive and so safe. But maybe if your family or um, support system or friend group or partner isn't that safe or isn't that element of safe for you, find a therapist or a coach or someone who you can talk to and open up and really just just allow yourself to go. Anyway, I'm, I'm really grateful that I did that because I was getting in my own way because I was just angry and sad and didn't know how to cope with it. I did know how to cope with it, but my usual coping mechanisms weren't working the way that they normally did. And I was getting frustrated with myself. I was getting frustrated with personal development, which is like not okay and like so scary for me. And, you know, it was just, it was a lot of things. So I I just want to urge you, please, 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 if you're having a hard time, you do not need to wait until you overflow or explode. In fact, I highly recommend not doing that. Um, But talk to someone or open up to someone or ask for help because really and truly, it makes life easier. It makes life easier. Second segment is what's a small goal I celebrated this week. To be honest, I kept my head above water. (laughs) That is my small goal that I am celebrating and I am celebrating it as if I won the fucking lottery because that does not... It's there's someone recently told me they're like there's like a hierarchy of goals, right? There's like the really flashy ones where you like win a million dollars or make a million dollars or start your own business or go full time and then there's the like really small ones like I meditated today and I'm like no, like no, there is no hierarchy of goals. There is no gold medal goal and then a bronze or or etc goal. Every goal is worth a celebration because it means you are taking a step in the direction that you want to go in. That is no small feat in this life, my friends. So take a moment, celebrate yourself, even if it is literally just keeping your head above water. Like I mentioned in the way I got in my own way is I started doubling down on the things that make me feel really good. That includes perfectionists. Listen up. That includes a lot of extra rest time. I realized I had the gas a little bit too hard and I was like, okay, my body is literally screaming at me. I had to go get dental work. I had to go um, get some eye adjustments and my like running and legs just totally fell apart. And I realized, okay, my body is literally screaming at me right now. I need to rest. I need to listen. And I did. And I'm so thankful that things are way better now. I am much, much, much better and gearing up for an 11 mile run this weekend and very actually excited about it. Um, But I was also really intentional with what I was consuming. We're going to talk about this, especially in the resources today, but you become what you consume, right? And if I was already in a really negative headspace and I was just scrolling through social media constantly, 
that low energy state allows my limiting beliefs to come and kick open the door a little bit and peek its head in and say, hey, because you're looking at social media, let's go ahead and while you're here, just compare yourself to every single person you scroll by. And then I feel like even more of a pile of bunny poop on the side of the road, right? So I was really intentional with what I was consuming. I stopped consuming a lot of social media. I actually hopped off it for quite a while and just like did not touch it as much as I would have on a given, any given week. I um, was listening to more podcasts that made me feel excited, even if they were like about Harry Potter or about investing or about just random ass shit. Like I would listen to things that just got me thinking differently, I would surround myself with my partner or with my family and people who made me feel really good. Um, any, any, it works. Like that shift of focus really works. Does it mean you're suddenly 100% happy-go-lucky and doing really great? Maybe not all the time, for sure, not all the time. Or it might take double, triple the amount of time to get to a normal level ground, right? Some people, when they're angry or when they're in like a really down, anxious, depressive state, they realize they're like, okay, well, I'm going to use this tool to like get back up again or whatever. So they start journaling or they start meditating or listening to a podcast or um, any other coping mechanism, you know, that would get them normally up and on their feet and feeling really good. And it doesn't work after 15 minutes. And they're like, well, I guess I'm just a failure in this way too. No. When we are in that low, low, low state, it's probably going to take a lot of extra time to get ourselves back to level ground. So I, most of the time, gave myself this pass to just take extra time to get back to ground zero. And it worked. It really did. I'm feeling so much better. And I'm not 100%. I'm not going to say like, I'm happy-go-lucky again and we're right back up there. But my tools are working quicker and I'm noticing a shift of my base level emotion that was not so great the past few weeks but that has shifting a little bit more towards back my my norm my norm recently so if you're going through a hard time please just hear me on this if you are keeping your head above water that is a goal to celebrate I am really proud of you because it's hard it's really hard and you know We're still in a motherfucking pandemic. Let's just go ahead and just say that. Like, um, very few people are actually giving themselves credit that we have kept our bodies and our minds well for 19, 18, however many months we've been in this thing. So just give yourself a big pat on the back. And I just want to remind you because we don't think about it on the day to day because it's just kind of become a part of our norm, unfortunately. But I just want to remind you that just because that it feels like life is back to normal or it feels like it should be back to normal does not mean you get to surpass the fact that we have lived through a year plus that is very different from what life has been up until now. Stepping off my high horse with that. Anyway, I also, before we get into the meat, I have two more things I want to remind you guys that Goal Smasher is live. This is just the baby that has made me so happy these past few weeks. This is my goal setting course that is specifically 
geared towards perfectionists. That's you. And it's helping you guys set clear goals. Side note, clear goals, not having clear goals is the reason a lot of people are self-sabotaging themselves. And we literally address this head on in module one. I have heard miracles come out of this module alone. We also create and implement an overwhelm-free plan. Yes, follow through. Actually following through on your goals. Actually feeling like you're making progress. All of it broken down into overwhelm-free, burnout-free steps that you can personalize and implement for yourself. And last but not least, I will teach you the secret for keeping your motivation consistent and high. No more of that roller coaster nonsense motivation where you're waking up one day doing 11,000 things for yourself and your goal and your to-do list, and then the next day you're waking up burnt out, telling yourself you're a failure because you don't feel productive, and instead you need to self-soothe by watching Netflix all day. No more of that. That is gone. We will really dive into an exercise that is one of my favorites on the planet and I've seen people like rocket launch their motivation from this exercise alone, we will address that in module three. If you want to learn more about the course, you can click the link below or go to lifecoachbaker.com forward slash goal smasher. I am thrilled with this thing and the people who have started diving in on it are literally like, can I give it to my friends? Like, where can we? Like, I want everyone to try this thing. So Please check it out, even if you just look at the landing page to learn more if you're curious. If you don't see your question answered on the page that tells you all about Goal Smasher, send me an email. I am happy. I am so thrilled to let you guys know the answer, A, to your question, and B, if Goal Smasher is right for you right now. There are some people who this is absolutely right for. It is the next step so you can follow through on your goals, especially as we get into New Year's and resolutions and the doomsday February that everyone's revolutions go die in a hole and are cremated, especially as we get into that, because I do not want you guys to have that pattern again this year. That is like the bane of my existence. But (laughs) there's also some people who this course is not for right now. And I will tell you, I am not here to just like (laughs) get you in the course and then bye. I want you to succeed, and this is really, really a, a important next step for most people, but not all. So if you want to know if this course is right for you and you don't see the answer on the landing page, send me an email at hello at lifecoachbaker.com, and I'm happy, so happy to give you some insight. And then lastly, before we dive into the episode, we have an iTunes review. Bam, 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 bam. Reminder, if you listen to the show, and honestly any show of podcasts for that matter, the best thing that you can do is help out the podcast by rating and reviewing it. If you do have the opportunity to rate and review, you also might get it read aloud on the show. Woohoo! But if you have an iTunes or if you're listening to iTunes, which I know like I think 60% of you guys are because I looked at my analytics yesterday. If you have not rated and reviewed the show, please do so. It is so helpful, even if it's just clicking that five-star button or writing, woohoo, this rocks, in the comments. Like, really and truly, it does help boost the show up the charts so that more people are getting this information, which is the point of this podcast. Woohoo! But today's review comes from danielle.p1029, and it's entitled, Changing My Life Week by Week. Oh, God, I'm going to try to get through this without 
weeping openly. It is entitled Changing My Life Week by Week. And it says, so first of all, I'm not a podcast listener. The only podcast I've ever subscribed to is one of my husband's co-hosts. But I can't stop listening to Nicole Baker's podcast. I started listening to her on the way to work a few weeks ago, and she has already transformed my life. Oh, thank you. From consistent validation to one-liners that have earned their place on a giant post-it note on my wall. Oh, that's amazing. I often hear her voice in my head when I need some encouragement. I am currently in the messy in-between of living with crippling perfectionism and living my ideal life and actively working towards my goals. She has helped me get out of my head into a mode of actually doing it. Done is better than perfect, I often tell myself. I have started waking up earlier, taking care of my physical health, taking breaks when I need or want them. Yes, 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 that's great. And working every day with joy towards my goals that I didn't even know I had before Nicole. All thanks to her. Please do yourself a favor and listen to this amazing woman. She knows what she's talking about and you will want her positive, glowing energy in your life. I promise you. (sighs) Okay, I'm going to take a moment and just really let that sink in because we don't do that very often. Thank you so, so much, Daniel.p1029. That just, I just need a moment to let that sink in. Thank you, thank you, thank you. If you haven't, please take 30 seconds and write a review. It can be short, it can be long, it can be whatever you want. It can be cookies for all I freaking care. But I am just so grateful for anyone who has done it or anyone who is thinking about doing it or doing it right now, just know that it's like getting a big hug. It's like getting the biggest, best hug. And just Danielle.p1029, this really just warms my heart. So thank you, thank you, thank you. The moment you all have been waiting for is nigh. Let's dive into the episode. Side note, I have started talking like the, the the time of the axe is not, or like whatever. If you have not seen The Witcher on Netflix, I highly recommend. It's a very good show. Okay, my medieval sci-fi shows aside, let's talk about the five resources that have really helped me when it comes to going after my goals. Number one, research. This is probably not what you thought that number one was going to be. But we talked about this earlier. You become what you consume. And one of the best ways for you to stay motivated is to get curious and learn about your goal. So let's say, for instance, you have a money-related goal. You want to pay off your credit card debt by the end of next year. That's a great goal. That's an awesome goal. But if you just say, okay, I'm going to do that, and then do no research or no anything. You can kind of get stuck in your own little cone world and feel like the weight of the world is on your shoulders and it can get really intimidating. It can feel like you're putting a lot of pressure or expectation on yourself. Basically, your brain might just swoop in and try to expectation self-sabotage you. However, if you listen to, let's say, a podcast or a paying off your debt book or um, books about, I mean, like the audiobooks, physical books, podcasts, um, Instagram accounts, whatever it is, but just having that motivation, having that information coming at you will really help you feel A, not alone, which is really, really good in this scenario, and B, it'll constantly stimulate your mind and keep you motivated. Hooray! Because you'll feel like you're learning. It's great. So for instance, I was listening to on my run today, um, 
Tori Dunlap's Financial Feminist. It's under her first 100K, all this stuff. It's a phenomenal podcast and phenomenal person to have in your back pocket because she gives away an insane amount of free information. Seriously, it's so good. Um, But I was like, oh my gosh, this is really interesting because I'm doing some financial goals right now for myself. And I got like fired up. I was so excited. I was like, oh my gosh, like I can do this and this and this. Part of my furious typing was for this podcast. And part of it was maybe also writing down notes from her episode. But I felt really, really motivated. I have done this with running, for instance. Right now, my my running goal is finishing a half marathon on now October 23rd. It was October 9th. We had to push it back for some health reasons from me and my team. But um, I'm really excited. But whenever I'm like, I don't know who in their right mind is crazy enough to run 13.1 miles and enjoy it. Who is crazy? That's me? I'm the crazy person? What? When I have those kinds of moments, I will reach for a podcast like um, Marathon Training Academy or another running podcast. Um, There's a blog that the Runner's World, it's like one of the biggest running blogs, but there's a lot of information on there that I can like try new things. Or if I notice, ooh, this muscle's really hurting or my recovery time is really suffering and I need some help, I can go to resources and implement the information for free. It's so amazing. But it just feels like you're making those little tweaks on the way to achieving your goal. And it just keeps you motivated. It feels like you're making progress. I just, I, I'm such a huge fan of doing research for your goal while you're doing your goal. Not before, while. Because if you do before, my analysis to paralysis, friends, you can feel like you don't have enough information. I don't have enough information to start my goal. And that's when imposter syndrome can really come in. And next thing you know, you're feeling like you're gathering information for like six months to 14 years and you still haven't started your goal. So research while you are on your way to your goal to help keep that motivation high and help you, quite frankly, try new shit. There's a a great analogy. I've talked about this on the podcast before, but That every goal uh, system, goal plan, we'll call it, every goal plan is written in an optimistic little room with no windows and perfectly 72 degree AC going at all times where it's just summer in the Bahamas, it feels like. And they make the plan based off that perception of the world, when in actuality, There's rest days, there's sick days, there's days when it's raining outside, there's days where it's snowing outside, there's unexpected illnesses, there's unexpected hardship, there's so much stuff. And it can really deter ourselves towards our motivation to go after our goal. So I highly recommend keeping this little one in your back pocket. And let's say, for instance, your goal doesn't have a whole lot of research around it, try again because there's a book. There is a podcast, there is a blog out there for every fucking thing on the planet. We are so lucky to live in the time that we do where there's so much free resource. Utilize it. Do not feel like you have to do this alone. Allow yourself to get help, even in the form of listening to a podcast. Number two, block time calendars. Ah, Where would I be without this? My head's stuck in the ground like an ostrich. What is this? 
So if you, if you are fortunate enough to have a consistent schedule, if you do not skip this one, it's not for you. But if you have a consistent or consistent-ish schedule, this might be a really good resource for you. This is going into your calendar. I use Google Calendar. And blocking out times where every week you know you're working on X at this time. So for instance, Wednesdays, which is when I'm recording this, are my podcasting days. I do a medium to long run in the morning. I have my podcast time. I have time to work on projects. And I have a meeting with Kiana Reese, my personal trainer, best friend, and my business partner for Lyft. We have a meeting at the very end of the day. And I always have that same thing every week. Do I do the same thing every week? No. I talk about a different podcast. I go on a run in a different place. But I always know what I am doing on my way to the day. Why is this important? Because if we say, oh, you know, I'm working on my payoff debt goal. I'm just going to do that sometime. I'm just going to do that. You know, I'll, I'll just do it. It's fine. If you just say, I'm going to do it someday, or I'm just going to do it and throw it into the ether, our brain loves clarity. And we will make time in our day for the things that are musts. If we do not make it a must, we will not make time for it. So what I do is I have my musts already blocked out so the work is done for me so I don't have to do that all that mental work every day where I would fatigue me before I even sit down in the office. Are you a perfectionist who has a goal or goals that you're wanting to achieve, but you feel like you have no idea how to get consistently motivated and you keep on saying, eh, I'll do it tomorrow? Or you feel like you're just flailing about trying to do everything and it feels like nothing's working and you're not making progress? Or even do you just feel so overwhelmed on where to start and that's resulted in you feeling stuck and disappointed in yourself for not moving forward? You are not alone. That is why I've created Goal Smasher, my step-by-step goal-setting technique to help you set clear goals, create an overwhelm-free plan on how to get there, plus learning the secret sauce that will take you from totally shitting on yourself to saying, wow, I'm a badass. By the way, this technique is completely free from burnout. The best part is that this is something you can learn in less than a day and put to use immediately. Plus, this is my favorite, you will get lifetime access to use this course over and over and over again with each new goal you have. Goal Smasher is going live super soon and to be the first to know about when it's available, plus getting exclusive bonuses that no one else will receive, visit lifecoachbaker.com or click the link in the description. Now, back to the episode. So for example, let's say you're a nine to fiver. You have Monday through Friday, nine to five is devoted to your job. Let's say Monday nights, you're wanting to start a a, knit, a knitting Etsy shop. Monday nights are devoted to um, creating your goal for the week. Maybe it's uh, putting up a new product on your Etsy site. Maybe it's creating a new part of your website. Maybe it's reaching new people and developing a marketing plan. So Monday night is devoted to creating the goal for the week. Tuesday night can be devoted to one of the small tasks that go into that goal. So that would be time to work on goal projects. Wednesday night might be 
date night with you and your partner. Thursday night might be one small thing that you need to do to round out the goal for the week. Friday night is done. You're not doing anything. But do you see what I mean? Having like that time every single week devoted to a certain project. I mean, like I, it doesn't need to be like a certain project where it's like I work on um, this cross stitch pattern on Tuesday nights every week. It doesn't need to be that specific. For instance, in my schedule, I have Monday afternoons are always devoted to working on projects. Monday mornings are devoted to planning out my goal for the week. When I am planning out my goal for the week, I set in my chunked time out for time to work on projects, which is three times a week. I set the little tasks that I'm going to do in those three projects, in those three project times. I hope this is making sense. I know this is kind of abstract. I don't have like a visual to show you guys. But then Monday morning is devoted to coaching calls. I have Tuesdays are devoted to all coaching calls. That is my coaching call day. Wednesday, like I said, podcasting, time to work on projects, meeting with my with my business partner. Thursday is social media and content creation in the morning, coaching calls in the afternoon. Friday is finishing up any projects that I didn't do. So that's also a time to work on projects. Do you see what I mean? But every week I know exactly what's going to happen in those time chunks. This is not a one and done scenario, my friends. This is a first draft, second draft, 11 billionth draft, and it's ever changing. Mine right now, I think I just switched to stuff around this past week because I was really realizing like, oh, this doesn't really work anymore and I'm going to change this and this and this. And it can be really detailed depending on who you are and it can be a little bit less detailed. Mine might be too detailed for you and that's fine, but try it, especially if you have a a goal that you're wanting to do and you realize the excuse of, I don't have the time keeps biting you in the ass try this one out. It is a game changer. If you do not know really what I'm talking about and you want a visual, send me a DM on Instagram or send me an email. I will happily send you a screenshot of what mine looks like so you can see that visual with it. Number three, similar to calendar block times, reminders and alarms. Okay, hard truth time, my friends. We live in such a fast-paced world that we can't often rely on our brain to remember stuff. It is sad, but holy crap, it is true. So rather than just like crossing your fingers and praying to the gods of goal setting that you're going to remember a task that you've set for yourself to accomplish your goal, set an alarm or a reminder. If you are doing your calendar block time, maybe one one of the times a week is devoted to working on projects or working on your goals or uh, for instance if it's paying off your debt maybe once on Sunday nights you look at your bank accounts and make sure you're on your way and you have like just like a 30 minute money date to yourself or something like that but if you do not have a set schedule where you can have those blocked off times set an alarm or a reminder Um, Let's say Tuesday at 2 p.m. you really want to um, put $15 towards one of your credit cards. Set an alarm so you don't forget. Please, this is so huge. Another way you can use alarms or reminders is to get yourself back in state. 
I use this every day, even on weekends. I have five alarms that go off throughout the day that are questions that will bring my focus back to the person I want to become. So maybe it's um, how am I showing up as the CEO I want to be? Or what are, uh, stop and think of three things I'm grateful for from today. That's my end of the day one. Um, so on and so forth. But there's this constant alarm that goes off. Actually, there's one that's going off in 17 minutes. Um, but that just shifts my focus and it keeps my motivation and my vibration high as I'm going throughout my goal. We carry around our phones anyway. So we might as well have our phones working for us rather than you being at its like mercy and beck and call. Please utilize this one, especially if you are someone who's like, oh, you know, I keep forgetting that I need to do this or, oh God, like I need to do this thing. I should be doing this thing. If that is you, pick a date, set an alarm or a reminder and do it. Number four, having a support group of people who actually support you. Sorry if I just destroyed your in, your eardrums, but I want you to get this in your head because when I say, okay, get a support group and make sure you have people who are thrilled about you and your goal and you rely on like Rebecca who is always tearing you down and complaining about the state of the world and why it's so hard and why we should just be a pity party all the time. Do not expect Rebecca to be a good support group member for you. Also, nothing against the name Rebecca. I'm sure you all are wonderful. And I'm sorry if anyone's listening who just got personally offended. But you become the five people you hang out with the most. When I first heard this quote, I literally wrote, it was like a dawning light where like the skies parted the angels saying, "Wah!" and I wrote down the five people I hung out with the most. And I realized like three or four of them I didn't like, (laughs) or I didn't like to the point that they were helping me get on the right track. They were not support group. They were actually people who were living a different quality of life that, to be honest, I didn't want to live anymore. Nothing against those people. I've distanced myself from them, but I have no animosity or anger like, you're a bad person. None of that. But I realized that if I was going to become a certain type of person that I wanted to become, because remember, going after your goals is not about checking the damn thing off the list. It is about becoming a type of person. If I was going to become the type of person who achieved the goals that I had, which were fucking huge at the time, I'm now living them, which is fucking wild. If I was to become that type of person, these were the people who I didn't see in that scenario. If I become the five people I hang out with the most, that type of person who hangs out with those five people was not going to accomplish my goals, point blank. It was a hard pill to swallow. But basically the next day I was like, I'm distancing myself from these three to four people. I can't remember how many it was. It was a long time ago. So having a support group of people who actually support you. And who actually make you feel good. Now, if you're freaking out right now because you don't have a support group or you're looking at your five people and you're like, fuck, (laughs) I hate these people or I I don't want to become these people, but how do I break up with them? What do I do? You do not have to just cut them off cold turkey. That's what we call all or nothing thinking, my friends. What you can do is just 
slowly start distancing yourself from them. Or, and or, I guess, go find your people. Go find them. Use social media. A lot of podcasts also have Facebook groups. This one doesn't, but a lot of them do. Or meetups are happening both in person and virtually. For instance, my fiance is really into cryptocurrency right now, and he's going to a meetup tonight in outside in our like neighborhood area for a bunch of people who are really interested in cryptocurrency. I think that's freaking awesome. Like that's really really cool. And then another one is I personally love like seminars and stuff like that. Obviously, this is prior to COVID, but I would always find a support group there. Um, I use. <laughs> Um, some of my five people are not even people who know I exist at all. Like they are podcasters or they're authors or they're people I follow on social media. And I just absorb their content and their energy, um, a lot (laughs) and they've become my five people. So having a support group when it comes to going after your goals is important because like I talked about at the beginning of the episode, shit gets hard. It is not a hunky-dory leprechaun on a unicorn rainbow journey all the time. Thank God! That would be so boring. Shit's gonna get hard. And if you don't have a support group, and if you don't actually ask for help, perfectionists, then it's just gonna tear you down and you're gonna feel like the weight of the world is only on your shoulders. And especially for if you guys follow like the Enneagram, Especially for like you Enneagram 2s out there, you might have a support group, but you might be the supporter and you do not have a supporter. Do you know what I mean? You might be the sole supporter of the support group. Make sure you have a support too. This is not just about being the, okay, like, you know, looking around my support group, this is great. These are all people who rely on me for everything and I feel so good about it. This is when I talk about having a support group. This is people you feel supported by. You can rely on. You can open up and say, shit's hard, or I just had a really good day, or I'm really conflicted right now and I just need a word vomit at someone. Have a support group for yourself, yet Enneagram 2s and beyond. And last but not least, number five, meet with an expert. This goes really hand in hand with research. So for example, um, if you have like a big uh, financial goal going on right now, like we've been talking about throughout the podcast, many people, many businesses do free consultations. So can you meet with a financial advisor? Can you meet with several financial advisors to get differing opinions? If you have a goal and you feel like you're having a really hard time keeping yourself accountable, You can meet with an expert and have a free consultation with a life coach who specializes in goal setting. Hi, that's me. Link in the description if you want a free 30-minute call where we literally talk about this shit. Anyway, if you also have, like, for instance, with running, if I was like, okay, I'm really struggling with this leg pain or with this amount of miles or with recovery, is there a running coach I could go have a free consultation with or do a session with or something like that. It does not have to be this like crazy high investment. If you can, obviously, please do that because you're going to get so much fucking value out of it. I cannot even tell you. But if you're like, I can just do free stuff right now, go do a free consultation with someone. 
and get that info. It will help you kickstart or self-correct, course correct along the way down your goal. I use this one a lot. And sometimes it's through meeting with someone face-to-face. Sometimes it's through diving into their content. Sometimes it's through signing up with them. I was having a really hard time in my business and I finally was like, I'm biting the bullet. I met with an expert. I signed up with her in her coaching program. We've been working together almost two years now. The reason I am where I am today is because I followed this rule. The reason where my clients are today is because they followed this rule. You have to not do it alone. Honestly, this is just turning into the moral of the episode. You do not have to do this alone, my friends. So if you have some resources that we did not mention in this episode that have helped you along your goals, let me know and I'd love to share them on the podcast. And you can also help out other listeners who might need to hear what you've got. Pass it along, my friends. Reminder, you guys, before we wrap up that Goal Smasher is live and if you use these resources that we talked about today in conjunction with the modules and the workbook in Goal Smasher, I I do not say this lightly, you will achieve your goal. I don't care how big or how scary it is, you will achieve it. But you have to start doing something different because if you feel like shit all the time, or if you're never making progress, or you feel like you're never making progress, and yet you're slamming the foot on the gas just saying, I'm going to push harder, I'm going to push harder. That is not how it works. You're just going to burn yourself out. Your limiting beliefs are going to come out and say, see, I told you, you're a failure. And you're going to self-sabotage your way into quitting. I hate to say it that way because I do not want that for anyone. That's literally why I have this podcast by Business and Goal Smasher. That is not how it has to be. And yet so many people are doing that. I hope this right here is your wake-up call. You do not have to keep pushing and hoping that this time it's going to work. In order to achieve something, if you've been doing a process that's clearly not working... You have to do something different. And what I love about Goal Smasher is that it's literally a big personalization course to making your do something different path. It's fun also. I threw a lot of funny gifts and memes and stuff like that in there. So you do not have to do this alone. It does not have to be this like peeling off your toenails, horrible process. It's allowed to be fun. It's allowed to be easy. And yes, you're allowed to make it easier for yourself. If you want Goal Smasher, link is in the description or you can go to www.lifecoachbaker.com forward slash Goal Smasher. No hyphens, no periods, just all one word. And you can learn more there. Again, if you want to figure out if it's right for you and you don't see the answer on that page, send me an email. I will happily chat with you and let you know if this is right for you. I want you to succeed. I hope you guys are hearing the literal like, like plead desperation in my voice because I truly just, I can't stand watching people just make life so hard for them anymore. So I'm stepping off my high horse. We're getting off it. I love you guys so much. Thank you for being here. If you haven't already, go hit that five-star button. Go hit the comment button, writing, review, type something nice. Even if it's a cookie or a star emoji, I don't care. <laughs> something, I, I will know what that means. <laughs> I love you guys. Thank you so much for being here. I will talk to you soon. Bye. 
Thank you so much for listening to the Life Coach Baker podcast. Don't forget to check out Goal Smasher, my step-by-step technique to help you set clear goals, create an overwhelm-free plan, and learn the secret for keeping your motivation consistent and high. Check it out by going to the link in the show notes or by searching lifecoachbaker.com forward slash goal smasher. Also take a moment to rate the podcast and write a review. It is the best way to get the word out there. Plus you'll get the chance of having your review read on the show. Until next time, I'll talk to you soon. Bye.